Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We are continuing our series today about accessing our inner child with Enneagram Type 6. Now, as a reminder, I want to treat it almost like a bucket list of ideas that you can pull from. So we're going to do a list of 10 things to try. I tried to lighten this one up. I feel like 7, I went a little bit hard. So I tried to lighten this one up a little bit. There's some challenging ones in there, but there's also some that are just fun. So hopefully it feels a little bit more like a bucket list. Now, I want to start with the soul child description from Sandra Maitri, who I think is like the godmother of soul child theory. So if you don't know, type six, their soul child is type nine. And here's what Sandra Maitri has to say about that. If you've read my first book, you know how I feel about the language that gets used in the Enneagram sometimes. So this description and even in the seven description it used language that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of or I wouldn't use particularly in this one there's the word lazy so I just want to put a pin in that I'm gonna read it verbatim but we can have a whole conversation about language if you want to just let me know but for now yeah I'm gonna read this as it's written right within every six is a lazy little one very nine-ish who just wants to stay under the covers doesn't want to go out and face the world, wants only to be comfortable and entertained. Because of this, sixes are often afraid that if they relax into themselves, they will become inert, never moving or bestirring themselves again, and they fear that they will neglect what they need to in their lives. This is, of course, because hidden from unconsciousness is this young part that does not want to be do anything at all except luxuriate in leisures and distractions. This inner indolence is really the heart of a six's fear. She is perhaps more afraid of this tendency in herself than of anything else. Fearing that if she stops pushing herself with her false will, all will be lost and she will sink into a swamp of laziness. If she's not making efforts, she's afraid that nothing will happen and that her life will go down the tubes. When a six courageously allows herself to stop striving and lets herself be, she may initially experience an immobility or lack of desire to do anything at all. In time, the inertia and indolence of her soul child will transform into what is replicating, the loving hold of being, a sense of being held in embrace of the divine, knowing herself to be made up of love and one with all of existence. The sweetness and benevolence of the universe, the dimension of living daylight, will become part of her sense of self and the fear in her soul will gradually subside as she realizes more and more completely her inextricable connection to being. Eventually, the whole mindset of being frightened of others will disappear as she recognizes that her nature is the same as all that exists, and that all sense of self and other illusory without being, as her inner ground and her perception of its continuity and all outer forms, she has indeed found the rock she can truly stand on. To sum all of that up, when you look at the six structure, what this means is that essentially 
sixes have built their character, their personality type, as a way to preserve and protect and resist the temptations of being a nine, right? Like it's the idea that like their little nine self wasn't safe to be lazy, wasn't safe to relax, and therefore they have to guard it, protect it, and even resist being it. So they form this diligent, hardworking, committed, loyal, fearful persona that is always prepared for the worst outcomes, who stays active and vigilant and hyper aware so that they don't sink into the swamp of ease, right? So we're going to work on, for our sixes, mindfulness and presence and ease of being and rest. So here is our bucket list for Enneagram type six. Number one, I wrote go on a silent retreat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba. I know that's maybe a big ask, and I have you know where I live, we're kind of in an abundance of of mindfulness opportunities. So within the Asheville area, there's a lot of places you can go to just have like a day of silence. But maybe for you that's not the case, then you can take a meditation class or you can do a silent retreat even at home. Maybe you take a day. I have a friend who they did a silent retreat at home and they just like told their partner like, hey, I'm going to be on my silent retreat this week. That's an opportunity for you, right? You can take that time on your own. You can take it as a facilitated situation or you can take an online class. You can take a class in person. Just find some way to pour into yourself through the lens of meditation and silence and mindfulness. I pick silent retreat as like my number one recommendation, my best case scenario for you, because you're often looking outside of yourself for input, for advice, for feedback. And this would put you in direct touch with your inner knowing and be, you'll be forced to commune only with yourself. In my best case scenario, you'd have like three days to a week of this where you really get in tune with just being with you, not looking outside of yourself for what you should do, what's next, where you're going. You just commune with yourself. That's my best case scenario for you. But again, if that's not possible, if that doesn't feel feasible, a meditation class will do. Something to kind of tap you into that peacefulness of the nine. Number two. Notice where you fear getting out of your comfort zone. So Sandra Maitre's piece talked about how sixes and nines both kind of have this comfort zone thing. Sixes are a lot more action oriented. They're a little bit more focused on getting things done. With that being said, you can get lost in the priorities of other people through your job, through your family's priorities, and can actually get caught up as well in like comfort patterns. Sixes can get caught up in, okay, this is what I do. This is how I process, this is who I know, this is what my job is, and kind of will resist change. And so I would just encourage you to pay attention to where you're resisting change. Are you resisting 
a new TV show. It's, it can be as small as that. Are you resisting new foods? Are you resisting a promotion? Are you resisting new friends? Pay attention to where you are in zones that you don't want to disrupt. With that in mind, I'm not telling you to do anything about that right now. All I'm saying is pay attention to it. Notice it. Notice where you are resisting newness and change. And then from there, you're more than welcome to start paying attention to, is that serving me? Is that working for me? Is that helping me to live a more fulfilled, enriched, and engaging life? Or is it keeping me limited? That's part two. Pay attention to that later. But first, just notice where are you trying to stay comfortable? Number three, let someone down today. (laughs) And this is the thing that I get told the most in person by sixes is I just say, I fear letting people down. I'm afraid of letting my parents down. I'm afraid of letting my boss down. I'm afraid of letting my friends down. Pay attention to that. Where are you sacrificing yourself in order to prevent others from experiencing disappointment? And who can you disappoint today in a positive way, right? In, in favor of what you need, in favor of your peace and your ease and your rest, who can be a little bit disappointed today? And that's okay. And what I'm saying it in like a provocative way on purpose, who you can let down today. But I mean that, like see who can, who you can allow to experience an uncomfortable feeling in favor of you allowing yourself a positive feeling of ease and rest and peace. Number four, take a full day off to rest. Do nothing, no cleaning, no cooking, no organizing, no planning, no following through commitments for other people. Like literally, you do not exist to the world. Shut off and be. This doesn't mean that you have to be like perfectly zen and mindful. I want that for you in a different bucket list item. For, but for this bucket list item, like watch TV all day long, watch movies all day long, order takeout. Don't, you know, get a hotel room and just chill the whole day long. Like order room service all day long, whatever it is that's feasible for you. Like have a day where you do nothing. Meal prep if you're like, girl, I cannot get a hotel and get room service. If that feels out of reach, then like meal prep some meals so that that future you can just take a day off. And all you have to do is like heat something up. Take a full day and do nothing and see how that feels. Number five is to quiet quit. And I want you to do this, I mean, perpetually, but try it out for like a week. You know, do just what your job description says that you do. Trust that you're safe in your position even when you don't do the job of like five other people, even when you're not the top exporter, even when you don't know everything about everybody else's job, when you just kind of go in, you do what you've been paid, you're getting paid to do, and you go home. And you don't think about work when you're home. You just go and you do the part that you want to play and you leave. So try a week of quiet quitting. Try a life of quiet quitting when you just do the contracted agreement that you have made. And if they want to add more work to your plate, they can compensate you for that. It will be liberating. Number six is, uh, this is just a fun one. Buy yourself a soft blanket, like a really soft, cozy, comforting blanket. Maybe you like a weighted blanket, but just give yourself the gift of a, of a cozy blanket. 
and use that when you're watching TV or when you're reading a book or when you're journaling or having breakfast even, just kind of like embrace coziness and ease and softness in these like ordinary moments. Number seven, pick up a cozy hobby. Something like knitting, gardening, reading, baking, something, you know, nines, especially self-preservation nines, they tend to have a lot of cozy, comforting hobbies, things you can do around the house. Pick up something like that. Maybe it's like playing Animal Crossing or coloring in a coloring book, or I'm really, in the summer, I like to do paint by numbers. It can be something like that. Just pick up something that's just for you, just for fun, and is like comforting and cozy. Number eight is practice mindfulness. Practice the art of being wherever you are. When you catch yourself wanting to move forward, to be in the future, pause, bring yourself back to the present moment, reconnect with who you are and where you are. My favorite little practice for this is just, what do I see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and feel in this moment? What's real for me right now? I often catch myself if I find myself kind of worrying about the future, especially if I'm doing this out loud to a group, right? And I'll say, oh, I'm like so concerned about this thing. I'm worried about this. And then I'll go, but right here, right now, I'm in this like warm house. I'm eating a lovely meal. I'm surrounded by people that I love. I am safe. I just will like name what's going on in this moment that feels really good and just kind of bringing us back because we can get so carried away in our heads that we forget that in this moment we're actually doing great. So just kind of bring yourself back to the present moment. Another simple way to practice mindfulness is just to notice, right? Like you're washing your hands, notice the water on your skin, notice the sunlight coming through the window, notice the draft kind of hitting your cheek, Just be in the moment, noticing what's there for you in that moment. All right, number nine is get out into nature. Now, this isn't 100% the case. This is every single nine that I know, but a lot of nines really connect into nature. They feel kind of a communion with nature and they find peace in nature. They feel like themselves in nature. So give yourself a chance to kind of tap into that part of yourself that is one with nature (laughs) and I'm kind of giggling about that because I I am not personally a very outdoorsy person and so if someone's like be one with nature I'm annoyed by it but I will say if you listen to yesterday's podcast like we took a trip out to nature I mean as naturey as I'm gonna get we still stayed in a hotel and we stayed in an airstream but we were in the woods and we were like on the coast and we were taking time to really notice the earth and pay attention to our environment. And I felt like it like healed me. (laughs) I'm kind of laughing, but I, I, it's true. Like I, there's something to it. Like it feels like animalistic. Like this is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be connecting to this. This is what our ancestors have always done. This is the most natural thing in the world. It's weird that we live in these weird boxes, right? With air conditioning and like blocked out from the elements. Like very cool that we have that. Thank you. Don't want that to go away. And like a day or two out in the woods is is good for the soul, you know? 
what is that meme on TikTok right now where it's like, um, or I'm, I'm Instagram, it's like probably three weeks old on TikTok at this point, where it's like sit on a rock. Like if you, you, you feel like the world is going to shit, then like sit on a rock. I think that's the gist of it, right? Like go sit on a rock. All right, finally, number 10 is practice being open to new people, new ideas, new opportunities, new experiences, and do it as like a, like an affirmation or a practice. Meaning like, okay, let's say for a month you practice being open. So you're in a situation, you have an invitation and you go, nope, nope, not for me. Check yourself and go, I'm open. What if I was open? If I were open, how would I respond? Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll try that. I'll play with that. I'll give that a chance, you know, I'll give that person a chance. I'll give that experience a chance. I'll give that opportunity a chance, whatever it is. You know, when you're, you feel like that instinct to guard, to protect, to keep out, check it and go, okay, the little nine in me, nines are very open, very accepting, very non-judgmental, very, I mean, if you come from my background, you might be susceptible, <laughs> gullible, you know, available to be harmed. <laughs> so if, you know, the six, the six is much more guarded, much more protective, much less trusting. And so if you were to tap into the part of you that is safe enough to be vulnerable, safe enough to be open to new energies, new people, new opportunities, new experiences, you're going to have a chance to be enriched in completely new and exciting ways. And I'm just interested to see what's available to you on the other side of allowing, the other side of availability, the other side of openness um, to new ideas, new people, new things. That doesn't necessarily mean that like you have to stay open forever. It doesn't mean you let every single person in without boundary. It just means like try being a little more open. See what that feels like. Play with that energy. See what you learn. See how you grow when you don't kind of guard yourself. All right, friends. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoy your bucket list type sixes. I hope you try it out. Let me know on Instagram at searchingcase if you do. And as always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I'll see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.